0: We like to welcome back to the microphone Peter Mullen after a refreshing break. Nice to have you here today. Interesting topic eating right for your shape. That's right, Dave. One of our favourite health gurus. We've got a special guest in the um, um, studio. um, studio. We like to call it (laughs) the room today. Uh, Lee Holmes has written a fantastic new book called Eat Right for Your Shape. And um, she's in Newcastle tonight, actually doing a special event for clients and friends of Mullen Health. And a very special guest. We've got an author with us today, Peter. We have, Dave. We've got Lee Holmes here from um, a famous range of books called Supercharged Foods. Uh, Lee, it's so lovely to have you here, and we're so excited to hear about your new book, Eat Right for Your Body Shape.
1: Thanks for having me here.
0: Now, the, the whereabouts did you get the concept for this book from?
1: Yeah, it's interesting actually. I've written a few books now and this one, I actually... How, how many
0: books have you actually written I've so written far? I've
1: written six books. <laughs> wow. And, and this one was, it's really interesting because I've kind of gone back to my roots. So I actually was born in England but my father is half Indian but we had a very British upbringing and um, I always had a really deep desire to travel to India and learn more about the culture and also about natural health over there because I'd previously studied food and nutrition but I never really looked inside myself and at my culture. So a couple of years ago, my friend Erica and I, we went to India, we went to Kerala and we actually studied um, Ayurvedic nutrition, medicine and cooking and yoga over there. We did a a big course over there for a few months and really, really, really enjoyed it. And I felt that Ayurveda really spoke to me in a a holistic way. And that's why I got really interested in it. And I came back and I thought, this is such an amazing um, medical system that, that we should take advantage of. And, and I wanted to know more about it, but it is very complicated. So I want, what I wanted to do was distill the information down a bit and bring it into a digestible form that I could understand and other people could understand. So that's why I wrote this book.
0: Well, look, it's a fantastic um, idea. Like Ayurvedic medicine is like the traditional form of Indian medicine since mm. for thousands of years. And interestingly, um, naturopathy, modern naturopathy, has come from a lot of those basic tenets of Ayurvedic you know we were talking last night um about you know focusing on the body as a whole that you know the body is made up of the physical the emotional the mental and the spiritual concept and that Ayurveda really speaks to to these four areas.
1: Yeah, it absolutely does. And there are four key healing areas within Ayurveda. Firstly, starting with the beautiful warm oil massages. I don't know if you know about those. They're lovely. You can have the oil all over your body, onto your head, and it's really good for weight loss and cleansing the body. Now, the second healing area is eating right, good nutrition, and eating right for your own constitution. Uh, And then the third one is meditation and yoga, very good for, you know, cleaning your mind your body you can have extreme transformations when you're doing yoga and meditation and then obviously there's cleansing and detoxing practices which you do a lot at Mullen Health I understand that um, with herbs and different supplements and things like that so it is the four healing um, four key key healing modalities together which have a very holistic approach to well-being and health and that's what I love about Ayurveda.
0: And isn't isn't it great to think that you know that it's it's with health, like in the West, we really lack a, you know, everybody knows that we should be eating healthy food. We should be eating this. We should be eating that. But there's no concept of individuality. Mm. And we were talking this about this last night about the different doshas, which we, we can talk about in a little while. But how that, you know, different people, different body types really should be focusing on on eating food that's nourishing and strengthening to them. Yeah, And absolutely. what's nourishing and strengthening to them may be you know, different to what's nourishing and strengthening for someone else.
1: Yeah, I I really agree with that. And it's about really thinking about listening to your body, listening to your internal intelligence as well, finding out the constitution or the dosha that you are and eating according to that to bring your body back into balance. Um, I love Ayurveda because it doesn't really look at disease as a symptom or something that you need to target. It looks at the whole body as a whole. And I love, that's what I love about it.
0: It's a great concept, isn't it? Because so often, you know, these days, Dave. Even if you go and see the GP, you, you we all we've all been educated that we want to come away with a um, a diagnosis or yes. a label. Yeah. Because if you have a label, then obviously, hopefully, someone's got something that you can do or take to to fix that. And we want to come away and improve. Yeah, absolutely. And I think things like um the Ayurvedic practice and and what Lee's talking about in her book it it gives a lot of that responsibility for people to have better health back into their own hands you know there's so much more we can all be doing ourselves to have good health and longevity so um yeah i think it's a great great um great concept bringing all of those things together in the one book it's not this is not just another recipe book or cookbook that's you know they're all on the market these days this is a a, a, a an approach or a way or um a way of really pulling together all different parts of your life mm-hmm. and really maximizing your health long term yeah, that sounds great. Now, we're also going to find out about our dosha this morning. Yeah, will we do that after the after we'll, the break? We'll take a break and we'll come break? back and explore that. All right, sounds great. Thanks, Lee. And we're learning now about what your dosha is, Peter. So, yeah, so one of the, the starting points in establishing... Or in getting your hand, getting an idea of how to use this book, Lee is to work out what your own what a dosha is. So, can you explain just the listeners what a dosha is and give us some examples?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, a dosha is a unique energy. A dosha, sorry, not a dosha that circulates (laughs) around your body. Um, It governs your physiological activity. It governs your characteristics, your personality, and also your features and how you look and your body shape. There are three different doshas vata, pitta and kapha. Um, And really everyone is a mixture of all three but there is one that is more dominant and one that you need to balance to bring back into balance because Ayurveda says that like increases like. So if you've got one, say you're a vata and I'll explain a little bit more about what being a vata is. I'm a vata, I think you're a vata too. So we're Um, thinking
0: that vata means you're a really nice person.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So if you're a vata, you are you're quite flighty. You're quite you're oh, that, airy yeah, okay. <laughs> and flighty, and you can suffer from a little bit of a nervous disposition. You are um, tall and slender. Your limbs are pretty long, and um, you do need to eat more grounding foods and do grounding exercises like grounding yoga poses to bring you back into balance. So, so also if you're a vata, uh, you may have been traveling a lot. So. You could be flying around a lot, the country a lot, or you could be traveling a lot, and that's when you really need to eat grounding and stabilizing foods. Fartas are also quite dry, so they have to have oily, warm, sweet foods. They're really good for fartas. And then if you're a pitta, which I think you're a mix of as well, and I am too, um, pittas are more hot-blooded. Uh, they can be quite temperamental. They also make really good leaders, so they're quite strong in their characteristics. And for pitters, they get overheated, so they're stuck in traffic. They're getting really edgy about being an irritated. So it's really about eating cooling foods, foods that really cool the body, smoothies, cucumber, foods that bring the cooling nature back into you and really balance you. And then if you're a cuffer, um, and we're thinking are sort of, Dave's a cuffer, yeah, I'm thinking Dave could what? be a cuffer. So cuffers okay. um, <laughs> are more sort of a stronger build, a, a heavier kind of build. Um, And a little bit slower, Uh, they're they're more earthy um, and also they're quite heavy and they have a lot of mucus as well. So avoiding dairy is a good thing for a puffer to do. Uh, And also eating foods that kind of boost the metabolism. So so I'm talking about things like paprika, chili, spices that really speed up the metabolism. And yoga poses like vinyasa that, that get the body moving and flowing are also very good for puffers
0: as well. So chili's good for you, Dave, and I haven't. Oh, I love chili. I haven't noticed too much mucus problem, but I'm going to keep an eye out for you. <laughs> I'm getting a bit choked up there. <laughs> so you do ex- a bit of travelling. You're just back from the Kimberley, I think. You are a vata. Yeah, I think. I think I, I might be a vata.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you could be a vata. Do you notice that when you've been travelling a lot, or or you find yourself, you find that you need to come home and eat something slow cooked or something more grounding? Do you find that?
0: What do you mean what do you mean by grounding foods? I mean
1: uh, when I'm talking about grounding foods for Vata things like vegetables cooked in coconut oil or something something like a baked a baked yeah, dinner I baked, find baked, a baked dinner is really yeah, yeah exactly a good baked dinner um those kinds of foods a little a curry something slow cooked is yeah. also very good for Vata yeah. I find that that you know oh, if yeah. you're eating that way it does really
0: settle you down Yeah okay okay no need settling down. Yeah, <laughs> I need to find out more about your dosha. <laughs> so and so with the with the doshas. So in your book, there's a, a questionnaire there. Yes. So there um, is. if anyone gets the book, they can go through and work out what their dosha is.
1: Yeah, exactly. So there's a big questionnaire in the book, and there's a whole lot of questions, over twenty questions, and they're really observations. So you look at your body, the size of your body, the way that your body is structured. Um, Your weight, your skin, your hair color, um, the shape of your nose, your lips, your hands, all of those things. (laughs) The hair left both Peter and me years ago. And also interesting things like financial things like do you buy on impulse, which is more kind of Peter. Do you spend money on luxuries? Are you good at saving? Um, If you're a cuffer, you're really good at saving. So there's different characteristics. Do you good at saving that?
0: I don't see much money, so (laughs) my wife looks after it.
1: And then once you've done the quiz, you can determine which dosha you are, or which dosha you're more prominent in. And then really, it's about just putting in practices in place for you to really balance that dosha.
0: So if if I'm a like vata, so say if I'm a combination of a vata and a pitta mm-hmm. dosha, um, will one be more predominant than the other? Am I more? Would I be more predominantly a vata with?
1: Yeah, it is. sometimes it's like that, but it does change on the day. It does so change. It changes by, by the season as well. So if you're in summer, your pitta will be a bit higher. So that's when it's really good to eat seasonally, and have more cooling foods in summer because your pitta will be higher.
0: Ah, that makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? And then winter. In
1: winter, you're <clears> sort of more vata. You want to have more of those grounding foods. Grounding, slow-cooked yeah.
0: stews and yeah. more baked dinners.
1: So really, it's just about listening to your body and Absolutely. finding out what you feel like at the time. And sometimes when you're overheated, you can't think straight. And if you're eating a lot of chili and spicy foods, you're just going to make your temperament worse. So. Yeah, it's really about just thinking and trying to tune in into your body. How can listen our listener find
0: out what their dosha is? Um, well, if people want to know more about um, Lee's books, we do. You've got a website, Lee? What's yeah, I've website? got a website
1: called superchargedfood.com so they can learn more about the book and Ayurveda on the website too.
0: So there's some information there. And we also have a great blog that you wrote for us on our website as well. So if people want to get onto our website, Mylan Health is a great blog. And it talks about the the doshes and how that all fits into the what's the one thing you'd recommend someone do to change their lifestyle for the better so lee that's a that's a very big question it's a
1: very big question <laughs> one thing it's hard to pinpoint one thing isn't it? absolutely
0: either? absolutely. So you know we were talking a little bit last night about um, just people starting to make change mm. you know if you just make one positive step in the right direction, mm. you know what a, what a benefit that can be long term. But it's it's. I guess a lot of us have sort of lost lost that um, knack of listening to our our own Mm. intuition of what's right for us.
1: I absolutely agree with that. I think if it comes to nutrition, I would say one of my biggest tips is mindful eating. I think we've lost the art of that. I think that you know we're so busy these days. Back in the day when I was younger, like I'm nearly forty nine now, we used to sit around. Dave and I have got no
0: sympathy for you being (laughs) forty nine. Having over that, over over that.
1: We would sit around the table. There were no mobile phones six o 'clock was dinner time you 'd sit down you 'd have a conversation with your family, even if you were arguing with your sister or whatever you were doing. It was the time that you knew it was dinner time we 've lost the art of meal times I think we 're all doing it in different directions we 're not thinking about where our foods come from we 're not enjoying it we 're not enjoying it and you know sensing as we eat it, what does it taste like it 's going to make me feel amazing, thinking about being really mindful about eating so I think even being able to have one meal a week with your family where you all sit together, there's no mobile phones on the table and, and you enjoy old, the food. old-fashioned
0: art of conversation taking yeah, place. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And being more mindful about the food and where it's come from and how it tastes and how you're going to enjoy it and, and having a conversation around food and, and being really inspired by food, I think that is a really good step in the right direction to good nutrition.
0: We were, again, having a conversation last night and um, I think Diana, my wife, said, you know, where all food is in, in our family, we love food. But I'm just hearing your explanation of about um, foods to heal your gut. Mm. You know, good foods to heal your gut. It really takes 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 you back to that concept that, you know, if you've got an approach or a way of of way of eating that really suits your body, you're going to get much better health benefits long term than than not having a concept around food. Yeah, absolutely. So I think I, think, I agree. I think that mindful eating is an awesome start. Now, what about um, some of the other things you recommend in the book, um, exercise-wise? Yeah, so you're exercise. a big fan of yoga.
1: I'm a big fan. I am a yoga teacher, yes, so you I are. work a couple of times a week as a yoga teacher, which I absolutely enjoy. And in the book, I've divided each dosha into yoga practices and breathing exercises for each dosha, so you can do ones for, for example. If you're a kapha, you want to do sort of more energetic ones. If you're a pitta, you don't want to get too overheated when you're doing yoga. So you want to do more gentle. And if you're a vata, then grounding kind of poses when you're doing yoga are very good. Forward bends, things where you're on the floor, very, very good for you. And I also absolutely love breathing and meditation and guided meditations, which we were talking about last night.
0: Yeah, and, and breathing is a is a big thing. Like how many how many of us, Dave, have forgotten to breathe properly this day and age? and. You know, be, and not exercising, sitting at you know poor posture, mm. concentrating too much. Um, so yeah, ex, so so the yoga, the yoga poses. So Dave and I should both be practicing different different styles of yoga.
1: Yeah, and the yoga poses that I've got actually in the book are very easy. You don't need to be a pretzel or get into pretzel shapes to do them. <laughs> they're very very simple, and they're ones that you can do. Get up in the morning, put it into your daily routine, just a couple of forward bends, just standing, bringing your arms down, your head below your knees, doing a few big breaths into the belly, really, really feeling, your, making the connection between your mind and your body will put you, you know, set you up for a really good day.
0: And the other thing um, you mentioned there was uh, meditation as well. You've got a a couple of free apps that you can recommend?
1: uh, Yeah, I do. I actually listen to a lot of meditation at night. It's sort of part of my nightly routine, and I love – there's so many free – Um, videos and apps online that you can get as well. So some of the ones that I love, um, there's a guy called Hypno Tom and he does some great guided meditations that really put you into a great frame of mind. There's a guy called Michael Seeley, Jason Stevenson's another one that I love, all free. I'm also going to be doing my own guided free meditations for people on my website too, which will be good.
0: Fantastic. And you play those going to bed so you can put the headphones on and just fall asleep listening and subliminally yeah. you be getting that message through, yeah, absolutely, so I think um just that whole concept you know with the with the book of you know getting the food right for yourself, becoming more mindful with what you 're eating, mm. you know bringing that mindfulness into your practices of the way you move, the way mm-hmm. you breathe, and then you know looking at. Because again, it's that whole-body concept, isn't it? It's not just Absolutely. our physical health and what tablet do I need to take for my arthritis. It's you know, a, again, our physical, our emotional, mental, and yeah. And I mean,
1: Ayurveda is the union of the mind, the body, the senses, and the soul. So if you have a look at it that way, it's a very holistic approach. And just doing it doesn't have to be difficult. You don't have to change your entire life and have a full routine that you have to do and worry about every day. You can do this simply. And a lot of us are already doing Ayurveda. When you think about it, a lot of us are eating seasonally a lot of us are doing a little bit of yoga here and there and a bit of breathing so just incorporating a few simple things into your life through Ayurveda um, can be can be really good for you and things like you can do the cleansing practices actually things like oil pulling Things like Epsom salts baths are very, very good for cleansing the body. And they're, they're very affordable and, and free. A lot of them are free. These things that we can do to just incorporate in our lives, it doesn't have to be expensive or difficult.
0: And can play such a big role in helping us to detox as well. Will you be talking tonight a little bit more about oil pulling and the Epsom salt baths?
1: I will. I'll be, I'll be talking about some of the cleansing practices from Ayurveda, which are really interesting. Oh, fantastic. And fun to do
0: too. Well, we, we do have a few seats left tonight for our free talk to, to hear Lee Holmes talk about her new book. So if anyone's interested, they can call our office um, and, and of course that number is four nine six one four zero seven five. if you'd like some more details you can call us at two in your RFM. but yes uh, some limited seats tonight it will be a fascinating one because we've only just scratched the surface today on the book and on what you're concentrating on absolutely and it's a thousand thousand thousands year old practice mm, so five thousand years lee's old. going to consolidate all of that down into her presentation tonight Dave. we'll look forward to it and of course health and well-being will be back next week Fantastic. Look forward to seeing you then. And thank you so much, Lee, for joining David and I. It's been fantastic. Thanks so much. It's naturopath Peter Mullen joining us for Health and Wellbeing every Tuesday afternoon for midday here at 2NURFM 103.7.